Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Welcome in to the third Mackie and Judd with Rami Quarantine Happy Hour here on Score North Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch. And uh, we've got Phil Mackie here. We've got Rami Makloff. We've got Judd Zolgad. And we've got Twitter follower slash listener Soren. What's going on, man? Not much. Thanks for having me. My wife's at work. I just put my kids to bed, so I've got nothing else to do. But I mean, <laughs> you know, I got a lot going on, but I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Well, we're going to dig into your personal life really deeply here over the next 20 or 30 minutes. Can't wait. Oh, man. Rami has made a list of very invasive questions that he would like to throw at you and uh, see what happens. Yeah, let me pour myself another drink, maybe. (laughs) Or six, you'll be fine. Uh, All right. First things first, what are you all drinking tonight? We'll start with uh, listener Soren. What What do you got in your hand there? I have a whiskey and a little splash of diet. All right. I'll be getting into a box of uh, beer shortly. Oh, boy. (laughs) Judley, what are you sipping on? Uh, I am sipping on uh, Surly Hell, not to be confused with the Surly Furious, after Mm. the Surly uh, Surly, uh, Coffee Blend this weekend. You know, guys, I saw – so here's the thing. I'm not kidding. Two nights ago, I saw something from a doctor saying, we're really concerned about about the amount people are drinking at home right now. Are you serious? (laughs) <laughs> like, what health expert is stupid enough right now to be like shouldn't be drinking too much either we're quarantined what I do mean, you think we're doing I mean, we're eating and drinking too much unless unless the case of beer has an injection of coronavirus i think there are probably more like it is literally more dangerous <laughs> you. to walk into a crowded grocery store than it is to probably drink an extra beer right now for your coping mechanism yes. so i feel like this is my ppe that everybody needs <laughs> This is how I'm protecting myself. I think I'm about to really disappoint Judd in telling him that I'm not I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking anything. I'm not drinking tonight. Just well, you ran out of full bottles of red wine. Actually, I do have a bottle of wine in the fridge, but I'm not drinking today. There's no dr- there is no. How much you drink last night, Rami? Uh, none. I haven't drank at all this weekend. Have not drank this weekend all right. at all. Now, so just listening to the doctors, just eating a lot, just eating way too okay. much. Yeah, I've gone yeah. straight to the hard stuff. A little Jim Beam with a couple of rocks mm. in here for a nightcap tonight. One mm. of three nightcaps I think are going to happen. Good at for some you. Point tonight. Nice, yeah. nice. 
so, all right. Uh, first question out of the gate here. By the way, we are monitoring comments. Tonight, the comments, we, we're, we're streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch. And we are monitoring <laughs> comments on the Twitter account and the Periscope account by extension. So, uh, like, uh, Rami's girlfriend chimes in with the first comment and says, did Mackie lose a bet? Was that oh, the to beard. My, to my beard. The beard. Though? Yeah, what happened? There's a five o'clock shadow here still, but it just... I, felt, I know, but what happened? I just felt homeless, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you like this. And the whole time that I've worked here, I haven't seen you. Really? No, never. Oh. I mean, I've seen pictures, it but not... It takes like not, 10 years off him. I know. It looks well, like he's about 25. It's a little jarring. Right. It's a little bit jarring. Yeah, right. I have a hard time. I'm going to have a hard time taking you seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Your first mistake was taking me seriously for the last year to begin with, probably. How do you feel homeless while you're stuck at home? Wow. It's a great question. That's a brain teaser. That's a great question. <laughs> give, drink, drink up, Phil. Give him, a po- give him a point in the great question standings. <laughs> We should we should just bring the full Mackie and Jeff with Rami button bar to the to the mix here. And, uh, <laughs> there you go, sorry. Very time. nice. I'm um, not shaving at all while in isolation. I'm not I'm not shaving at all. Like I clean it up a little bit just so I don't look homeless. I'll trim mm-hmm. the neck beard and whatnot, but I'm not like really, really shaving at all. I'm just letting it go for I the most like part. The neck beard I'm still is, shaving. The neck beard is the gateway to giving up. Right. Like if, yeah. you, if you have stopped shaving your neck beard you have given up to some extent on life. That's, but this might be look at it. this might be the most beard I've ever had. I feel like if you're predisposed to being fat and and you're quarantined and getting fatter, not shaving, just as absolute punting on life. <laughs> I feel like it goes fat beard, heart goes out, bang your dad. I don't so think I'm, I don't think I'm getting fat, but I am letting the beard go. And I haven't worn pants that don't have elastic waist in at least at least two weeks now. I don't know about you guys. I think the last time I wore jeans was the day after I got back from Florida from the spring training trip, which was two weeks ago Friday. Because I've gone pure sweatpants since then. Yeah. And I, I actually did wash the sweatpants on Saturday just to clean them up a little bit. But that's about all I've done. I love you. I love you guys. Like, like wearing jeans is not exactly setting the bar high, and you guys have punted on that in the last two weeks. I, I, mean, I mean, why? I prefer to, to call call this my circa 1976 Elvis period now. <laughs> banana sandwiches and say, have a, have a, have a blue. What, so you're eating banana sandwiches and doing heroin Christmas without you. Elvis, man, at the end. John's going to come in with bejeweled sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> what if I got the Elvis white deal and came in with that big white deal? What is the most thing? What is the most given up thing that you've done in the last two weeks of quarantine life? It's it's not even close, and I don't even know if this is given up or it's just um, uh, succumbing to the realization that I'm working from home. But the the first Monday, I work at the University of St. Thomas, and the first Monday that we were told to work from home or that we were able to work from home, I had an 8 a.m. Zoom meeting, and I was the first one to join the meeting, and when my camera turned on, I realized I wasn't wearing a shirt. <laughs> my bowl of cereal walk downstairs fire up the tv fire up the computer 
Wasn't wearing a shirt. So, so that was my, yeah, that was my giving up. That's amazing. There are, there are, I don't know if that's really giving up or if it's just like taking full advantage of the fact that I'm, I'm at home and I'm going to, at what point did you realize you weren't wearing the shirt when you got (laughs) on the camera? No, immediately, right? That's why, thank God, I was the first one to join the call. Like, I was the first one to enter the right. meeting room. Otherwise, if someone else was there. All right, boys. Here it is. Elvis, can you see this? Circus 26. Wow. This is the look I'm after. Wow. Hold on That's what I want to come to work in. I think you can pull up, Judd. Yeah. Can I, get, can I find this somewhere to come into work dressed like this and do vent lighting? And a day of programming just like this. All right, here we go. We're gonna pull in. We're gonna pull in Elvis, nineteen seventy six, and a screen. I was, gonna, a, I was gonna take Soren's idea and come into the studio shirtless. I don't know if just anyone needs jacket, to see that. Right? Shirt on, and as you unzip the jacket, there you go. You got it. Yeah, like in the middle, right there. Elvis, sixth of December, nineteen seventy six. That's, that's, that's how uh, like shows. <laughs> That's aggressive right there. That's aggressive. Whole, right lot, there. Sports, whole lot of sports going on. Is that a collar or is it a scarf that he's got there? Is that like a long draping? Hey, hey Soren, can I ask you a question? Does it matter? Uh, yeah. No. It's it's a lifestyle that Elvis had. Yeah. Really is. Yeah. Really Someone is. wanted to fall off. Uh, all right. What is your favorite quarantine discovery of the weekend so far? A thing that you would have done or discovered could be TV options, could be anything. Something that came into your life, a quarantine discovery that wouldn't have otherwise come into your life this weekend. Let's start with Soren. I got an unbelievable one. I really do. And uh, it's not something that necessarily came into my life, but it returned to my life. When my, my wife was an art major, an art and economics major, before she became a nurse. And she was in a, this is, 10 years ago now at, at the U of M and uh, she took a metal casting class. And at the time, and I still am a big Roger Federer fan. And so I, I made a mold of a Roger Federer hat and had her cast it in bronze for me. And I haven't seen it in, I don't know, six years, five or six years. And since we've been stuck at home, we've been cleaning a lot. So we found the, my, my metal cast Roger Federer hat. Wow. I mean, it's tiny. It's a you know, it's tiny. Oh, it's small. It's miniature. It's okay. Oh yeah, it's really small. Well, because okay. you, know, you have to pay for the weight in the class, and so it was expensive. <laughs> but it was like a rediscovery of this really funny moment when I like had her slip into her metal casting class with a with a Roger Federer hat. That's awesome. Right? Yeah, it is like it is. There's because there's so much downtime. It feels like on the weekends that you almost feel like a total asshole if you don't do some cleaning or something. Like if you don't organize <laughs> something, my like wife's there's got no excuses not to organize. Not, I, haven't done any, I haven't done any of that this weekend. <laughs> you have an endless list. None. I've done none of that. Like one of she's got a list where we think we we're, we're planning on like crossing one off a day, and one thing on the list is a kitchen window. Yeah. Like to do to to do what to it? Clean it, replace just clean it, it what you, yeah. what, just what? <laughs> clean it. Just okay. like, <laughs> kitchen window. <laughs> She's a nurse though? She's a nurse, yeah. A nurse, well, bravo, seriously, man. People are God's yeah. work. She, yeah. She's a she's a pediatric nurse, so she works at children's. Um so it's not like crazy for her there yet, but um still there are top there are talks. A lot more than I'm doing sitting at home. Gonna get crazy. So, yeah, I mean, like there are. 
nurses, doctors right now, some of the stories come out of, uh, coming out of New York are just like, hopefully, hopefully New York is a lesson learned for all of us. And hopefully Minnesota is out further in front than some of the other states. Um, but I had this moment today, I guess this can be a quarantine discovery. I discovered just how much, how important some jobs are that you may not have thought two weeks ago. So I went to the grocery store. Judd, Judd and I, I think, go to the same grocery store on a regular basis. And so I'm, I'm standing in line at the self-checkout. And there is some high school-age kid who works for the grocery store literally going back and forth between every single uh, self-service checkout and scrubbing the screens and all the touchpads and everything after every single customer goes through. And like, that's the type of job that that kid probably signed up for that job six months ago or whatever, like his senior year of high school. And it's just a low paying shelf stocking job. Right. And now that becomes literally, this is, I don't think this is hyperbole. That's literally one of the most important jobs. Like wiping down those common touch point screens is one of the most important jobs in the state right now. And I just had this moment and I even like on the way out, if he wasn't like, I don't want to like intrude on his space, but I was going to like, I wanted to walk up to him and just say, dude, thank you. You may not understand how important your job is right now, but, and you didn't sign up for this, but thank you. So it's just crazy the, how at, different it is. At the grocery store across the street from my apartment here, Mackie, they had a guy who was spraying down and wiping all the, all the carts before somebody took him. He was just standing by the carts. Yeah. And when somebody would walk up to get a cart, he would spray him down and uh and wipe them with a paper yeah. towel and i was like dude thank you so much like i was so appreciative and by the way i forgot to tell you guys last week when i did my grocery shopping for the next two weeks i had a breakthrough at the deli counter we've we've talked about my difficulties at the deli counter that i catch some attitude sometimes because i ask i ask for fresh sliced deli meat i don't want i don't want what's been sitting in the case yeah i don't i just don't want that um, so I walked up and I asked for the fresh sliced deli meat and she literally said to me, so we got off to a bad foot. She literally <laughs> said to me, I said, can I get the uh, garlic herb uh, chicken thin sliced? And when I said thin sliced, she rolls her eyes and goes, yeah, I know how you like it. Just like that. Yeah, I know. Right. I see your face, Mackie. Exactly. So she gives me the attitude. She goes and she starts slicing the chicken. But then. While she's slicing the chicken, I hear her talking with one of her empl- fellow employees about the stay at, stay in place order that is now in effect. And they didn't know exactly what it meant. And we had just talked about it on the air. So I kind of had a pretty good idea of what it meant and started explaining it to him. And by the time I left, we were all very good friends and they were very appreciative that I, I explained the stay in place order to him. I think we had a breakthrough at the local deli counter, and I'm not going to catch attitude anymore for asking for fresh sliced meat, and I'm very excited about this, guys. <laughs> but you were still a pain in the ass. But you've still been a pain in the ass. By no, asking. I'm not a pain in the ass. I just want fresh sliced meat. That's not being a pain in the ass. That's what These I are the times to ask for that. <laughs> <laughs> These are the times. We're in a war against the virus. But Take I whatever think, you got. I think I made friends. I think I made friends at the deli counter, and I'm yeah, very happy man. about really that. Happy yeah. Story, your, yeah. Story, your thoughts? I mean, really? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. The type of guy yeah. that asked for fresh sliced meat at the deli. Going into the big, the big vat of meat, uh, as long as it's got a glove on it. But I do, I do think. Uh, so I, the place that I go to, or there's a there's a uh, grocery store right down the street from us, and the the new thing I notice is that they have like big 
glass screens at the checkout counter that are blocking mm-hmm. you from the checkout person. Like almost like a like really behind there, and you can't. You know, it's like it's like bulletproof glass or something. Like hockey glass? Huh? Like, like it? Like hockey glass? Like a you know? Puck? Like a, yeah, like a, like a. Oh, I mean, really? I'm wow. assuming it's like um yeah like so yeah if you're the checkout person it's legit like yeah yeah, um, yeah. and so but uh it was funny because the the I, I actually went to the deli because my kids love turkey and so I got a bunch of turkey and he grabs it with you know and fresh mitt fresh plastic mitt puts it on but they take out that like uh, bottom piece that like uh, you know that they put it on before they wrap it up and put it in the bag like the I don't know. But the, whatever they put on the scale, yeah. and that that mitt, that hand doesn't have a glove on it. So you know, it's, we're we're dealing with a lot of things that we would never even think about. But now oh, I'm thinking, oh, think great! Now this non uh, non gloved hand touched the the like piece of paper that my deli meets on. I don't really care. I'm not going to like say to the guy, I want new right. stuff. But, uh, you know, it's like if you sneeze in the grocery store right now, everybody's going to look at you and think that you just gave them all, Dude. you know, a death, a death wish. But Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> sneezing or no sneezing, like, if you even, like, walk down the same aisle as somebody else at the grocery store now. like, it, Oh, don't you dare. I mean, the grocery store house has has um like uh, painters tape on the floor at the checkout showing you like where you need to stop. Before oh, you stop. yeah. So yes, like, I used in the grocery store yesterday, and I raced to find an empty aisle before I like did the you know the like hold in sneeze into your elbow. <laughs> like I think it was probably just I don't know allergies or I'm not sick. I'm just that's, <laughs> I don't want everybody turning around and thinking I'm I'm you know. Doing it on purpose or something. The bare hand on the deli meat is something I definitely wouldn't. I definitely would have noticed even if we weren't in a pandemic. And I'm I'm glad that everybody's starting to notice. But see, what I go through my day to day life noticing and going through the same torture that I do as a germaphobe. I'm glad we're all on the yeah, we're all on the same page now. The deli meat. I want to be clear here. Like the deli meat guy had a glove on the meat grabbing hand. It was just the X, the, the paper that goes on top of the scale hand. Mm, still, no. <laughs> I've never been a germaphobe, so like I, I normally I don't I didn't care, but I thought oh someone might. Mm-hmm. I saw I, I saw a tweet today from from Michael Che from from Saturday Night Live, the uh, Weekend Update guy. Yeah, and I and I can't use one of the words that he used because only African Americans can use that word. But he basically said, "Is this what all y'all germaphobes have been doing for years and years now?" And like, <laughs> Robbie <laughs> Macklaw came to mind. <laughs> a lot of bumps, a lot of other ways to like say hello. Please do not my hand. Yeah, I I I feel like handshakes, handshakes for sure for people under the age of like. 50 or 60, like any millennial or anybody, basically Judd's age and younger, we're going to think twice about shaking hands ever again. Like, is there any reason to ever press flesh with somebody ever again? No, shaking hands should be a thing of the past. Absolutely should be a thing of the past. If there's anything that changes from from this crisis that we're in, it's that shaking hands should be a thing of the past. We should be done with that. What's the point? We got fist bumps now or what? Let's just not touch. Why do we like, need I'm to touch? We don't need to touch I'm each other. I don't need to ever touch you. Yeah. Yeah. Hugs gone too. 
right? I mean, yeah, there's like handshakes. I want to get rid of hugs. I hate hugs. There's like five people in this world I actually want to hug. There's like five people who I want to hug in this entire world. Are any of them them in this happy hour chat right now? No, absolutely (laughs) not. (laughs) Hugs? I feel like hugging is safer than handshaking. Maybe. Yeah, you're you're grabbing sweatshirt instead of palm, you know? The less physical contact, the better. Right? Agreed. Agreed. Like, what's the need unless you are associated with s- someone in a way that probably can't describe on this um, thing here? I mean, what's the need for like touching? Compassion, uh, companionship. So no. I think we need. I think we need to get used to not having the compassion that comes with actual human touch with people we don't know that. We've got some Agreed. comments coming in here. Yeah. I, believe, I believe it's Larry and Larry and Larry, I believe is the one saying, "Judd, this Larry. may." This may permanently get us out of partaking in bro hugs ever again. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, a bro hug is a handshake and a hug, so that's double disaster. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's the worst. It's the worst of both worlds. Yeah. Women yeah. like to hug, and, and I feel that's a them thing. Like, if they if they want to end hugs, that's fine or not. But I'd like personally to end guy hugs. For what sure. About, what about, a, like, a chest bump where hands are flayed sideways, so there's no... It's I'm too old for that crap anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get that no, I could no. really just go I'm with. In for the, I'm like, in for the chest bump. Your guns? I'm in for the chest bump. Yeah, How about we just say, "Hey, what's up? How you doing?" No, like, running. "Hey, I, I don't team Hi up." There. <laughs> what's up? Oh, finger guns. Hey, you. Dude, the the finger guns are coming back. You. The finger guns are coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make finger guns cool. All right, Jeb. What is your what is your thing that you discovered this weekend that you otherwise wouldn't have discovered? <laughs> How much I miss live sports. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I only saw I only saw one. I saw one cool thing last night. I fired up a thirty for thirty that I hadn't seen. I think it's June seventeenth, nineteen ninety four. It's the day of the OJ chase. It's the day of the Rangers uh, Stanley Cup parade. The Knicks played the Rockets that night, and I actually lived that day, and I worked that night at the Star Tribune. But it was so well done because it was just a basically what they did is instead of trying to narrate it, they just went back and got all of the film from that day and like Costas at the Knicks game going back and forth with Brokaw and the whole OJ car chase. That was the best thing I've seen because it was just it was like I lived it, but I guess I didn't pay as much attention as. I did when the whole thing got encapsulated. Yeah. Uh, guys, I'm struggling with like trying to find new things and I can't watch that many shows consecutively. So, I mean, this is like, I don't feel bad for us because thank God we're not sick and people are, but it has gotten to the point now where you are, where you do ask yourself, when's this going to end? And the scary thing about it or the what's disturbing about it is you just don't know. Like, you just don't know when this ends. I mean, I'll give you one thing that I – I don't know if you'll make it all seven episodes, but it's for sure worth the first few episodes. Mm-hmm. Quarantine discovery for me. And, we'll, and we will dive into this on Mackie and Jeb with Rami tomorrow. Four to six o'clock weekdays on Score North and the Score North mobile app. Tiger King, we binged it all yesterday on Netflix. I, fi- I finished it this weekend. I had I had watched three or four episodes before this weekend, and I I just finished it earlier today. And yeah, wow, dude, it is wow, it is like wow. it's part making a murderer, it's part Joe Dirt. It's actually eighty percent Joe Dirt. It's like if Joe Dirt was real, but like there were three of them all vying to be the king of the tiger breeding and zoo world. That's pretty much dude, what the, 
it's it's amazing. It's the wildest thing. And there's not one person in it who you root for or like no. in the whole thing. No, it's just it's a show for you to watch and rain down judgment on and on everybody in it. That's that's the exact point of Tiger King. And it's great. It's you so good. By the end of it, you just root for the tigers to eat all of the people yeah, that are exactly. in the documentary. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. It's tigers so good. Yeah, the they're the only ones you want to root for. <laughs> yes. I also, I was uh, like three or four episodes behind on Modern Family for whatever reason. And you know how like you fall behind on one of your shows and it just becomes overwhelming after a certain point. You're like, I'll never catch up. And you just kind of give up and throw your hands up in the air. This was the perfect opportunity for me to catch up. So I've literally, I finished Tiger King and I've watched an entire season of Modern Family this weekend. Just to translate this for Judd, who doesn't watch shows, it would be like if you fell behind on the 2011 twin season. You're just like... You, you give up too overwhelming. You don't need to watch the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Tiger King is basically, if, if there is one particular thing that's completely bene- benefited from this quarantine, it's that right. Like okay. I, I feel like it's still be popular, but everybody's talking about it Yeah, and been watched by not me, but the majority of people Put it this I feel way, like, like, like Tiger King has taken off. Like, one of the themes of Tiger King, which just sort of gets buried with all the other main themes, is the fact that uh, Joe Exotic, who's the main character, is not only gay, he's in, and they documented it, he's in a three-person marriage with two guys who aren't gay. And that's like a sub-headline of the entire documentary or who did series. It? Do we know? Who, who did what? what? Who, who decided who found these people? I mean, Joe Joe Exotic actually uh, ran for governor in the state of Oklahoma. In president. Life. And president. <laughs> kind of. Wow. Did, yeah. did I... Did I see the screen correctly when they were when they were doing the thing about his run for governor in Oklahoma? Did it say he got nineteen percent of the vote? I saw that. Yeah, seventeen or, or, was or, just, or was it just nineteen percent of the libertarian vote? I don't know because yeah. that's that's right. Yeah. Okay. Is that what it was? It was okay. like primary for the libertarian. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, because I I paused at the same point and I was like, wait a second. This dude got 19% of a state vote? That would be highly concerning. That would be highly concerning <laughs> if he you're not You're not already concerned by the state I mean, of the country right now? You know what? You got a point. Uh, highly is, concerning. You got a point. You got a point. He was passing out condoms with his picture on it to, like, kids in the stands, grandstands of his homemade zoo. <laughs> 19% is a lot. <laughs> Uh, by the way, we have people in our in our Periscope chat who are wondering: Is Soren a dead ringer for Seth Rogen? Do you get that sometimes? Do you get the Seth Rogen Seth? thing? No, I don't see it. Seth Rogen. Oh he's man, cross weight, right? Way, he's way too thin. <laughs> no, yeah, he's too thin. Dude, you're way too thin. Yeah, I don't see Rogen it. It might be the glasses. I got kind of or big frame glasses. You do sort of sound like Seth Rogen. I would say you sound more like Seth Rogen than you look like Seth Rogen. Okay. Yeah. In high school, I got uh, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. That was pretty big. Oh, in high wow. School. I'm not sure what he's doing these days. That makes more sense. He's probably still he's probably still waking up every morning and watching. She's all that. Before yeah, come down. Yeah. Well, he, 
didn't he become part of like uh, creative for WWE? He was one of the lead writers for like six years in WWE. He's like a behind the scenes wrestling guy, isn't he? Yeah, big time. Really? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. Right, holy cop. We're not live on the radio. You're good. Yeah, he's married to uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, right? Is he? Oh yeah, that's true. Oh, that yeah. is true. Yeah. They're married. Uh, that is the, true. the other the other '90s pop culture icon that was way into wrestling, and I think was I think maybe still is like the head of creative for Impact Wrestling, which is like the third or fourth biggest wrestling league. Is uh, Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins? That's Where, right. Yeah. Yeah, super weird. Highly overrated. By the way, speaking of wrestling, Mackie, I'm currently in the middle of watching, well, not in the middle, early parts of WrestleMania 2 for Rewind Mania tomorrow. Yeah. On I'll, North I'll Live. save my judgments and thoughts for um, the show tomorrow, but the three locations is tough, especially in 1986. Like, the three locations know. makes it tough. And it's already just a little bit racist. I'm like 15, 20 minutes in and already just a little bit racist. Wait till WrestleMania bit. 6. All hey, right. Phil, Phil, where, where was the? I, I saw a note. What was the big event that was in like eighty six or eighty seven at the Metrodome? Wrestling uh, that event. was Wrestle Rock, and I what was that? I so Wrestle Rock was uh, was an uh, AWA pay per view. The uh, why am I blanking now? Um, the Vern Gagne promotion from the nineteen eighties was like the last promotion to hold out from selling out to Vince McMahon, and so Wrestle Rock was like this big. I think it was around Thanksgiving nineteen eighty six. And one of the main ring announcers, I believe I'm getting this right, was Randy Shaver. I'm pretty sure Randy Shaver was one of the main ring announcers to watch it back. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Really? We should, honestly, we should do a rewind episode or at least maybe just do it on our show and get Randy Shaver on to talk about it. Uh, Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Do do a Google search for Wrestle Rock. Doing it right now. Yeah. I mean, the AWA was. It was basically by the time the WWF bought out all the territories in the eighties, the AWA was like the second biggest federation. They had a, they had an ESPN television deal, um, and they had like like Shawn Michaels before he became big star in WWF was one of the big stars of AWA, and uh, Eric Bischoff was the sideline reporter guy for AWA before he got to WCW and, and launched that to the moon. You're unbelievable. Okay, I'll find it. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, um, boys, we gotta we gotta put a wrap on this episode of Mackie and Jump with Rami Happy Hour. So, we're gonna throw it over to listener Soren for any final thoughts or uh, words of wisdom for the audience and for us. Wow, no pressure. Uh, uh, do what we're doing. Start growing your food indoors, boys wow. and girls. You're gonna need it. No, we're not that apocalyptic. Sora's <laughs> <laughs> so, final words, you're all going to die. Bye. See you guys later. <laughs> my final words are my wife came home from work the other night, and I asked her how it went, and she said, it's kind of like the Hunger Games. So treat your treat the nurses and doctors and medical professionals in your life with extra care. Agreed. That's a great final word, dude. Agree. Absolutely. Endorse. All the RTs and hearts for that. Yep. Yep. Soren, thanks for coming on, man. And thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. This was great. Thanks for hanging out with us. Appreciate it very much. Nobody asked about crying Jordan. Nobody. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even see him. Yeah. There. yeah what, he, he, what do you got there? It's crying Jordan. Did you just it's put that on my... stick right before we started? No. No. 
This was a tr- this was a this was a home this was a homemade tree topper. This was a, this was a homemade Christmas tree topper. I forgot about one of my quarantine discoveries. Which is what? Ah. <laughs> oh my god! Nineteen ninety-eight. Oh wow! Jesse the Body Ventura ran as an independent for governor, and it worked. He won the election. Yeah. And this was the campaign T-shirt at one point, I believe. Take that, Joe Exotic. And you still got that. That's, that's nice. Wouldn't have found that if not for hours of downtime during quarantine. That's fantastic. So, but that's governor. I mean, that type of thing for a president could never happen. That's what's good to know. <laughs> well, I mean, there could never be a, a like a weird guy to run for president. Never. No. That's why we need the, that we need the Rock Dwayne Johnson to run at some point here. Just to like, Dude. listen, let's do it. He might as well. Why not? I think he was going to a few years ago, and then that petered out clearly. So, anyhow, he would totally he would totally lay the smackdown on a pandemic for sure. He would for sure. Just give it the people's elbow. And- <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right boys. that's a wrap on Mackie and Jim with Rami's quarantine happy hour. Soren, thanks for coming on with us. Appreciate thanks, it. For Judd, for Rami, I'm Phil Mackey. You can find us on Score North, Mackey and Judd with Rami, 4 to 6. See you guys. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.